0: Hey everybody, what's going on? Amir Fazeli here, founder of Adonis Athletics, strength and conditioning coach, sports scientist and coach to world-class athletes. Coming at you with another episode of Bath Plates and Protein Shakes uh, for another installment of Everything I Know About. The other day we talked about uh, the concept uh, of losing weight and how fast you should be trying to lose weight and I outlined and and went through uh, in a fair bit of detail uh, that you want to be losing between a percent to 1% of your body weight per week why you would want to be doing that and uh, yeah some basics of, of that stuff so today we will look at the other side of the coin which is uh, putting on weight, gaining weight or bulking and how fast you want to be uh, bulking when you are actually bulking when you are putting on weight and going into a little bit of detail about that. So, just like with losing weight, uh, there is also a a threshold and a range, a desirable range you want to be adhering to when gaining weight. And that uh, threshold or that range is uh, between about 0.25% and 0.5% of your body weight. Now, if you remember back, we talked about uh, losing weight, and we said that that's going to be between 05 to 1% of your body weight. Uh, but in gaining weight, as you can see, it's, it's a slower rate. In fact, it's exactly half of those numbers, 0.25% to 0.5%. Now, why is that? <clears throat> well, very simply, uh, it, uh, it takes longer to build muscle tissue than it does to lose fat tissue to lose fat mass so it's much easier for you to burn fat than uh, it is for you to build new tissue build new muscle tissue so because of this uh, that that uh, rate that you want to be looking at in regards to your cha- the change to your body weight per week is going to be slower now uh can you go faster i mean what what happens if we if we decide to go faster because you know we talk about uh a clean bulk and we talk about a dirty bulk and and stuff like that let's talk about those two terms for a second and let's clear that up and see what it all really actually means see the rate at which your body can build new tissue is uh, uh, is of course capped and uh, you can you can only accelerate it so much or maximize it so much uh, as far as normal physiological uh, sort of parameters are concerned you can obviously speed it up much more than what you're what you're normally capable of by uh, introducing things like performance enhancing drugs of course but we're not talking about that in this episode we're talking about obviously uh, people out there who are going to be the majority of people listening to this who are going to be wanting to and looking to uh, growing and bulking with um, natural within natural uh, limits right so with regards to uh, putting on weights even as much as you want to maximize it you would be limited by a couple of things the main thing is genetics you'd be limited by, you'd also be limited by uh, your training age, so how long you've been training, and uh, genetics itself is obviously very self-explanatory, right, some people are just more more prone and more lucky to be able to build muscle tissue much faster, right, and some people are not, some people are what we call quote-unquote hard gainers, they tend to eat and eat and train and train and uh, it seems that nothing happens and they have to uh, just really <laughs> stuff their face uh, every day and it becomes pretty much like a job uh, as much as you know the other end of the spectrum you got people who, who look at food and put on weight and they curse their ass out every day uh, thinking like why is it I can't touch food otherwise I'll, I'll blow up and this guy over here or this girl over here is eating uh, 17,000 calories and nothing's happening, but you know that's obviously just genetics, right? So uh, genetics plays a plays a factor in, in a lot of things within your body when it comes to training and when it comes to performance, and that is definitely one of them. You know, if you're uh, more predisposed to put on muscle quicker, then you simply build it quicker. Now, uh, the other one, as I said, was training age. Now, the way this basically works is is simple. The younger your your training years are, so the earlier, the more of a beginner you are as far as training is concerned, the quicker you're going to put on weight, of course. Uh, The quicker you're going to be able to produce muscle. Similarly, also, if you had been training previously and have had a very long layoff, depending on the length of your layoff, you can, again, uh, rebuild muscle much quicker. Uh, Part of the reason for that is because The longer you train, the more you increase uh, what's called satellite cells around uh, each muscle cell, what's called satellite cells. These satellite cells are cells that make it easier for the signaling to happen for new muscle to grow again. So this is where the the term muscle memory comes from. So... uh, the longer you train for so if you're somebody listening to this now and you've been training for 5 years you have a much more higher elevated rate or elevated number of satellite cells uh, within within your muscle belly compared to somebody who's been training for 6 months and so because of this if you were to suddenly stop training now and return to training say 6 months from now uh, you, your um, uh, level of strength your level of muscularity would return back to uh, its current state faster than somebody who has been training for six months, decides to lay off for another six months and come back again. That person would be pretty much starting from from scratch once again. So uh, training age plays a a factor in uh, how fast you can put on on, uh, weight. Uh, your your actual physiological age also plays a factor the younger you are obviously the faster you can you can build muscle the older you are the, the slower that's going to be uh, there are a whole host of other factors such as your your sex uh, so whether you're male or female obviously males have a higher level of testosterone so naturally they're going to be able to build muscle at a faster rate and uh, and so on and so on now w- why the range, though? Even aside from all of these factors, why why have a range? Why not try and just maximize it out? Just go, you know, let's just eat whatever we can, and try and build muscle as fast as we can. And the answer is, you can do that. You can absolutely do that because to build muscle, what you need is a is a catabolic, uh, excuse me, an anabolic environment within your body. That's all you need, right? That's all the ingredient that you really need to build muscle and maximize muscle building. And if you want to uh, do like a shotgun approach where you just um, make sure you cover everything, uh, where you don't have to calculate things and worry about things or whatever, then you can just go like the strongman route and just eat whatever's in sight, train hard, sleep enough, get enough rest and recovery and repeat the process and you will maximize the the rate at which you can naturally build muscle for your body. Okay? So making sure you're in a... In a caloric surplus well into a caloric surplus making sure you're getting enough volume of training that is required for you to make progress Uh, so uh, you know staying under your maximum recoverable volume uh, but uh, being within your your uh, that effective volume range right and making sure you get enough sleep so that recovery is there making sure uh, all the rest of those pieces are, are, are in place, right? But those are, those are the main things. So eating right, being in a, in a caloric surplus, well into a caloric surplus, making sure that you're training with enough uh, volume and then making sure there's enough recovery and sleep. If you do that, you'll be putting on, on muscle even at a much faster rate. You'll be putting on body weight at a much faster rate uh, than that 0.5% uh, per week. But as you guys can imagine, a lot of that weight that you're putting on is also going to be just body fat, right? Which if you're somebody who is in a, in a uh, sport such as powerlifting where weight divisions are you know, part of the sport and you've got to be fitting within your weight division, weight category, then that's going to be problematic because you're going to have to uh, t- take time again later to lose all that weight that you've just put on or that excess body fat that you've just put on so that's not the best way to go about it. That's not the most efficient way to go about it. You want to be able to grow slowly into your uh, into your b- weight category if you're going up a weight class or whatever, or even if you if you want to stay in the same weight class that you are, you want to um, bring about some body recomposition, so increase muscle mass, decrease fat, and so on. Uh, but yeah, like with, with cases where um, people are trying trying to you know, I know people. There are there are members at Adonis Athletics who genuinely do not care about body fat percentage, and all they want to do and all they're interested in is um, just getting as big and as strong as possible as fast as possible. And so, for those people, it's completely fine. Uh, for the purposes of meeting that goal, it's completely fine to just eat whatever they want, but as, as much as they want, just train and sleep, and, and away they go. Uh, if you, so, so that's why you want to stick to that uh, 0.5% upper limit, okay, uh, mainly speaking. Now, why not go slower than 0.25%? Well, the reason is because going any slower than 0.5% makes no sense. If you're going slower than that, it's too slow. You have to have really good reason for justification of why you're going that slow. And typically, there is no real good reason of justification. The only, re- the only reason, or the only time where it would naturally be that slow, is when you're somebody who is much more advanced in training age, and so it's just naturally harder for you, especially as a non-enhanced athlete, to put on, uh, you know, weight week after week, that much weight week after week, uh, and and uh, you know for that to be pretty much mostly lean tissue. So if you're 100 kilos and You've been training for quite some time and you're a natural athlete well you know zero point two five is two hundred fifty grams that means in a month you're putting on a kilo again and in two months you're putting on you know another kilo so in two months time you're one hundred and two kilos it doesn't quite work like that with a with an advanced level athlete so there are obviously some exceptions to to this rule this zero point two five to five percent uh, it's it's mostly applicable to uh, to um, people who are not uh, super advanced level uh, trainees you know people who haven't been doing it for like years and years and years like a decade or two or three you know of of serious hard training consistently Uh, but they they give you a very good indication of where you need to be and how much you need to be progressing by if you go on any less than 0.25 percent then it's, it's, a, it's a question of you know why. Uh, it's going to take you so long to, to get to your goal that it's almost not worth it. Again, if you remember back to the other podcast that I did in regards to losing weight, putting on weight at such a slow rate can become um, sort of a deterrent to you doing it because it just gets boring for a lot of people. I mean, psychologically, if you think about it, taking so much time to get there uh, it's is uh, t- wasting time unnecessarily. So you always want to make sure that you've you've set up your diet, you've set up your caloric surplus to be able to fall within that range. And it's week to week. Your body weight average is going to be different. Some weeks it's going to be higher, some weeks it's going to be lower. That's completely normal. Um, but you just want to make sure that it's falling within that range as the weeks go on. And as long as that's happening, you're good to go. Uh, one more thing to close off this episode with. Uh, please understand and respect the fact that you're going to have to be in a caloric surplus in order for you to put on uh, muscle size, muscles, build any muscle tissue. You cannot uh, be in an in a anabolic and in a catabolic state at the same time. You cannot lose weight, and gain weight at the same time. People try and do that by saying, I want to cut, but I also want to build muscle at the same time. There are only three instances where this can happen. One is if you're an absolute beginner, one is if you're obese, and the other is if you are um, on performance enhancing drugs. Outside of these three factors, it is uh, impossible, if not impossible, it's So hard for this to to happen, for this to be able to be done where you can cut weight and gain muscle at the same time that it's just simply not worth the effort. Pick one, then pick the other. Either lose some body fat and then when you're at a sort of like a semi-lean place, start to do a bulking cycle, or bulk and then when you feel like your body fat percentage is going too high, Then start to do a mini cut or even a more extended cutting cycle. That's how you're supposed to be doing it. Do not try and uh, cut and gain weight at the same time. Pick one, then pick the other. You'll have a much better result and you'll have much less frustrations. Uh, Yes, yes, I get it. It's hard to deal with the fact that you'll look in the mirror during a bulking phase, even though if you're going to do a a clean bulk, quote-unquote clean bulk, and see that there's going to be fat accumulation and you may be uneasy with that. Guess what? Tough titties. That's just the way it is. With any bulk, there's going to be some fat accumulation. Understand it, accept it and manage that uh, expectation so that you can, um, you can proceed and, and have a game plan uh, when it comes to uh, your uh, dieting goals and things like that. You cannot cut weight and gain weight at the same time. Pick one, then pick the other. Hope that's been uh, helpful, guys. Uh, Stick around. Another episode coming tomorrow.